Okay, so first off, um, it's the interview with Dunbar football head coach, Coach Bink. Um, no music. First of all, I'd like to say congratulations to the Washington Nationals for winning the World Series in Game 7. They won all four games on the road at Houston. Tremendous job for them, and I'm glad for my city, Washington, D.C. Congrats to the Washington Nationals. Um, disclaimer, there may be a little bit interrupted in the, in the interview, but do not mind that. This is a great interview. You will not need music. No music for this pod. No new, no music for this episode because this, this is a nice and detailed and juicy interview. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. Um, this was a great sit down with a great football coach and just a great person. So let's go. Okay, so here I got with um got Dunbar head coach, football coach, Coach Bink. Um as you all know, if you don't know, Coach Bink is a head football coach of Dunbar football. Um Dunbar's having a phenomenal season this year so far. Eight no? Seven and one. Seven seven and one. Seven and one. No conference losses. Um, I know that they are undefeated in the conference and looking to clinch the number one seed in the what the DCIAA DCIAA playoff Stars Division Stars yeah. Division. Okay, so um, I got a qu- couple questions for you, and you can take however long you want to answer them. But I would the first question would be, what should like what should we know about Dunbar football team um, if we haven't seen them play yet? Well, the biggest thing is, you know, we we, we, we very fast and we very physical. We're not the biggest team, you know, in the league, but we all we, we are one of the the fastest and the most physical teams and you know, the kids are playing together, you know, it's a mm-hmm. team sport. So, you know, we um we ran into a little tragedy in the summer and it brought us together even closer right. as a team. And um I've just been seeing these these guys Play with a different spirit ever since you know we 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 went through that together as 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 brothers and um you know it, it's been trans trans transitioning to the football field. Yeah, so like you you mentioned the tragedy um this summer. I also wanted to bring that up. So how have you like that tragedy? He was a member of the football team. How has that brought you guys together? And how has that equaled up to success? And, I mean, as far as I'm looking at it, I've been watching the games. Uh, you know, I go to Roosevelt, but I've been watching the games. i got to be honest, you guys look like you guys are front runners for the Turkey Bowl. So how has that tragedy impacted or had an impact on your team so far and your success? Um, I think, you know, we as a family came together and we, we you know, we decided to use it as as positive energy and as fuel. To, to 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 you know take us through the season, and we want to really honor him by by you know winning the state championship, mm. and you know we set the goal. You know you got people talking about Turkey Bowl, but you know our goal is to win a state championship, and if we win a state championship, Turkey Bowl championship is you know you know will be right, right. in with one of the fruits of the uh, uh, labor of that. Mm-hmm. But um, we've used it. Like I said, as, as as positive energy, um, you know the kids they remember them every day. Um, we played at Roosevelt, and the kids, you know, forgot his, you know, well, the jersey was left at the school, 
Mm. And the kids almost lost their mind, man. And um, I mean, it's real, you know. Sometimes you don't know if, if, you know, people make declarations just like on New Year's. You know, they make, you know, New Year's resolutions and, mm -hmm. you know, a few weeks or a month later, they back to their old routine. Yeah. But this team, I, I've, I've seen them use this and they, you know, like, like they really mean, they really mean it. And they, they really take them on to the field with them every week, you know. And, um, you know, it's been positive. It's been positive. I think, you know, he's been with us. I think the energy that, 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 that they use, you know, from from this has been, you know, a really, really big boost mm -hmm. towards our success that we have. Yeah. Um, so how do you so you mentioned Turkey Bowl, I mentioned Turkey Bowl, you and then you saying ultimate goal is ultimately states. So how do you think you guys like fill out in the states? How which what do you guys I know the the you know, the goal is to win, win every game possible. But what are the chances? What are the realistic chances of you guys? What do you see for you guys in the next month or so? I think we can beat any team that's left out here in the city. I mean, Friendship is, you know, probably be the team that's standing in the way of a state championship. Mm -hmm. And Friendship is an awesome team coached by Mike Hunter, who I got a tremendous amount of respect for as a coach. But I just believe what we do offensively is different from with Team C week after week. I mean, they have to prepare for a lot of different formations, you know, a lot of different things. We throw the ball a lot, and um, we prepare. We just don't line up and run routes. We, you know, this has been year after year. This is Amante Dreyer's Dreyer's third year as a quarterback in our system. We brought him in as a ninth grader. Kept him on the junior varsity my first year. Mm -hmm. I knew the year was going to be, you know, really crazy. We didn't have the talent. Right. We did a great job of recruiting, but we kept a lot of those kids on the junior varsity for a reason. Our junior varsity was very good my first year, but our varsity wasn't good. Right. We had 24 kids on the varsity, and we and we, we had um, only – we had 24 on the varsity, and we had 35 on the junior varsity. So we kept most of those kids. We still had maybe like seven uh, freshmen, and the ones that we kept up on the varsity, they had to play right away. They started as freshmen. So, you know, we we was really wasn't very good the first year because we was young, and the kids that we inherited, they had, you know, terrible work ethic, and mm -hmm. they, you know, commitment level was bad. So, you know, I knew it was going to take time to change the culture here. And that's the biggest thing that the kids, you know, these are our kids we recruited now, and they're finally buying into the culture that we, you know, we started creating when we got here. Right. So you mentioned your quarterback. How have, I was going to ask you, how have your quarterback's confidence grown? I mean, it's grown tremendously. Um, from year one. Yeah, from year one. He had a good year at junior varsity, threw a lot of touchdowns. But when he moved up to varsity, the game speed is very different. So he had some success, but he ran into a lot of problems. We had problems in the red zone, you know, scoring in the red zone. He had problems in the red zone. And a lot of it is is his height. You know, he's five. Last year he was maybe five six, five five, And, you know, he had problems seeing over the line. He still had trouble seeing over the line sometimes. But now we create and he learned better. You know, he, he he's better at adapting and trying to find those passing lanes mm -hmm. to throw in. And, um... You know, it's just just maturing and, 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 you know, gaining that experience. And last year, you know, we took our lumps 
you know, we was five and five last year, but this year, you know, um, I knew it was going to be a different year because, you know, as he grew, our receivers got better. So they was they were sophomores also last year. We don't have a senior wide receiver on our roster. Wow. So you know, our quarterback is a junior, our wide receivers are juniors. Um, we have a couple of juniors, junior running backs, but we also have two dynamite sophomore running backs. Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, Jaleel Smith and Daquan Harvin. Yeah. They they're gonna be dynamite players. They already they started linebacker for us too. So that's number three and number six. Okay. Yeah. They're they, yeah, they play aggressive. Um, yeah, they're quick. Uh, so you mentioned your passing attack. How? So as the, you know, it gets colder. How are you guys gonna adapt to the weather when the weather gets cold, or you might have inclement weather? How? Yeah. How is your passing attack gonna be affected? Um, that's a concern. Uh, if it's wet. Okay. Um, we really, I really, you know, I played the position of quarterback. I mean, cold, we get cold. And, mm -hmm. you know, wind and and wetness can affect our passing game. I don't think really cold. You know, you got to be mentally tough. And I talk about, you know, talk to the team about being mentally tough. Right. And, you know, that's part of the, you know, our, our, our maturation process this year. is we, we are a more mentally tough team than we were yet last year. You know, we run into adversity. We don't just break down mentally. So, you know, cold, you know, I think that's the same thing. It's a mental thing. But um, we can't run into some wet you know, weather and, and or some windy weather, and it affect our passing game. So, you know, like I say, I got uh, Dajan Jenkins, Jaleel Smith, mm -hmm. Daquan Harvin, and, um, and Jesse Jackson. Those guys, man, you know, I believe if we had to, and we could buckle down, we could run the ball. I mean, a lot of people don't realize, like our last few games, the HD game, the um, Roosevelt game, mm -hmm. as well as uh, last week, mm -hmm. I could go on some more games, we closed the fourth quarter out running the ball. So it's kind of crazy because we start off throwing mm -hmm. and the run game looked like it's not as good. But um, we, would run, we would run the ball pretty good. Hi. Yeah. A uh, question. Uh, I was late when y'all did the shirts for the seniors. My teacher told me to ask if I could come get one. Oh, I ain't even doing it. You got to talk to Coach Seneca. Coach I'm you? Seneca. Seneca? That worked his, yeah, that worked his off. He not out there? Um, you Coach Seneca? Yeah, sorry about that. Mm-hmm, good. Yeah. So, you, so you said you guys... You guys got another gear where yeah, if it I gets cold, that's what it is. Yeah. you can run it. We can run the football. I'm sorry. I, mm -hmm. I believe we can run the football if we had to. I believe um, um, we work on it every day, and mm -hmm. we, you know, that's one of the things that 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 we're not we're considered not as good at because of our offensive line. Right. We're small, and we use you know our offensive line to you know really. We pass first and run second, mm -hmm. but but trust me, you know when it comes down to it, we will be able to run the football. Yeah, I'm glad that you guys throw it because there's enough offenses out here that just run the ball and the game can get a little boring. Right. So I'm glad that you guys throw the ball. Right. Um. So how hard? So with all the success and the winning, how hard is it to keep you guys, your your guys, focused on the ultimate goal? Well, this the next week and not overlooking an opponent. Well, I'm glad you asked that because, you know, that's the most difficult thing that we're dealing with right now is, you know, 
with success come, you know, like like uh, some kids getting big headed, mm -hmm. some kids starting to read their press. So it's been a lot of readjusting attitudes lately. And, and you know, we we have a kid right now that we got a game against Wilson tomorrow that I believe every game is a big game. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, one of our major kids I'm holding out because, you know, like I believe he's, you know, starting to read his press and feel feel himself a little bit. Think right. he's better than he is. And when I say better than he is, that's not taking a knock like he's not good. But he got a long way to go before he right. reached the level of, of talent or the level of success where he just could do what he want to do. Because, you know, it's about the team. It's not about one individual. It's not about me. It's not about not one individual on this team, cultural player. It's about us coming together as the brothers and as the brotherhood and, and, and you know, being accountable, you know, for each other and holding each other accountable. So... You know, I'm holding him out the game tomorrow because of, you know, conduct that I feel is detrimental to the team. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you know, hopefully he learned his lesson and, and get back refocused and understand the prize has not been captured yet. And, you know, you know, we getting stories and, you know, people coming to talk to them and wanting to, talk, you know, speak to them or interview them and stuff. And that's fine. I want them to get all the publicity. They earned it. They out here working. Right. But at the end of the day, we set a goal for a state championship. That goal haven't been reached yet. Right. You know, we lose you. in the first round of the playoff. You know, people, you know, all that. Nobody's going to come and interview them. Mm -hmm. So I tell them, you know, success is not earned. It's rented. And the rent is due every day. You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Every day the rent is due. So yeah. the success you had yesterday... Like, it don't have anything to do with today. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, we got to get out there and work. Like, today, you know, we, we work every day. I'm in, you know, and in, in watch a film, trying to prepare for the next next team. I don't care if it's Ron Brown. I don't care if it's Cadoza mm -hmm. or H.D. Woodson. We prepare right. the same way. And we respect you. our opponent, and I'm trying to get them to understand that. But they're young. So, we, you know, that's my job as a coach, mm -hmm. to, to, to mentor them, to teach them. You know, I believe a coach is, you know, just like, you know, the you know, the, the coach and the courage, it was to transport, you know, people. And I believe a coach is supposed to transport a player from one destination to where he's going to be. Right. And that's my job as not just as a football player, as young men and, 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 and as men too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm trying to teach them, you know, how to deal with success and how to deal with a lot of these things that we're – we experiencing right now. Yeah. You know. So that that was a good question because we are dealing with that. And um, you know, I raised two two sons myself and a daughter that I told you is a senior. Mm -hmm. So my sons are thirty three and twenty five. So at the end of the day, you know, like like we gotta respect men and I tell them men respect men. Right. So, you know, we gotta you know, we got jobs to do. I go to work, my supervisor sometimes it will say something I don't like. I can't just just do what I want to do or go into a temper tantrum. Right. Because I won't be able to feed my family. You know? Right. So, yeah, we we dealing with it. I mean, it's not a lot, but once I spot something that's that's not right or I feel like a kid is changing. You fix that. Because of that. Yeah, I fix it. Yeah. Right. So, you mentioned friendship. Who are, the bi like, who are your biggest competitors? I know, you like you said, you take every team... Like you take every game like a big treated like a big game, but who are your biggest competitors in the states? DCIAA, Stark. Who who's your biggest competitors, or who who can be Dunbar's kryptonite? 
So you want you want you 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 speaking on just this year or overall? Because just this year, this year. Um, to be honest, I get nervous, man. I, I believe Roosevelt got a good team. Mm-hmm. I believe that we're. I believe we we got a better offense. They got a ninth grade quarterback who's going to be a dynamite quarterback. Yeah, you know. But I think like with him being a ninth grader, he's off and on, mm-hmm. and you know he got some things that 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 he's good at, but he got some. Things that he got to get better at, just like a ninth grade quarterback. Right. But um, they're strong up front. They're very strong up front. Yeah. So how I feel, and this this how I feel. And, and first of all, the biggest opponent is always going to be H D Wilson. Well, not always, but right now it's H D Wilson because of the mental. H D Wilson feel like they're supposed to win. Right. So you got to have a team that that don't care about that and gonna go over there, which my team do. They know those kids, so they really don't care. They play youth football. A lot of my kids been successful at youth football, and that's what that was strategically what I did when I came because that's what I did at Wilson. I came from Beacon House. I won mm-hmm. two state championships and stuff like that, and pop. I mean, two pop won a champ, national championship. Yeah. So I knew the power of recruiting from the youth and the middle school. So mm-hmm. when I got here, we said. We're not going to worry about winning. Like, nobody really say we're going to lose. We're going to try to win. Right. But in reality, we're going we gonna to recruit our own kids. Mm-hmm. And when those kids get ready, we're going to start kicking people's butts. Right. So to answer your question, is H.D. Wilson. But this is the analogy that I take. I, I, and I heard Nick Saban say this, and I heard um, uh, Woody, uh, uh, Woody um, John Wooden say mm-hmm. Our biggest component, our biggest opponents is us, you know, and I swear, I, I focus on it. I tell my friends, like, off-season, they be talking about, well, I heard Wilson got this kid transferred in and that kid transferred in, mm-hmm. and I focus on us. If I could make I make sure our kids doing everything that I know football-wise, because it's not about what I know. This offense is about how can our quarterback convey and think, you know, this offense out like it's supposed to be thinking. Right. Because when we make bad, when we don't have success – we go back on film, and I say you didn't go through his, your reads properly. Mm-hmm. And most times, it's, he he just didn't do what he's supposed to did or the way that he's supposed to did. Now, at the end of the day, you need talent, but we got talent. Right. We can match anybody in the city, talent wise. I believe so. Right. So now it comes down to us. So our biggest opponent. It's not about what HD Wilson going to do. It's not about what nobody else going to do. It's about what we're going to do. So we concentrate on trying to trying to work the kinks out and get our kids to be able to play without thinking, do these things without thinking and doing fast and with tempo. Mm-hmm. Cause we are no huddle team. If we can line up and play fast, the defense don't have time to think. So, you know, we get a big play and we lining up. They trying to find out who did what wrong. They talking to each other and we lining up ready to play the next play. Right. And that's, I, I had that man mindset when I was at Wilson and we averaged 40 some points a game <laughs> And that's what got me back home down here where I went to school at mm-hmm. at my alma mater. So, of course, Wilson, um, any team, could, Roosevelt scared me. Wilson even scared me because they, if they come out and play one of those games that they can play right. with the talent level they have, they can give us some problems if we, if we playing in the funk. Right. Makes sense what I'm saying? Yes. So, yeah. if we playing like that, and we didn't They we did it last this, week. So, right. So and that's what I'm saying. We we get to playing down to our talent or thinking we better than this team and come out and play like we better than now they playing up and we playing down and and, and you know, 
it, make it a football game. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, any give, they say any given Sunday for the pros, mm -hmm. you know, you got upsets that happen. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with the team that was favored. Right. The mindset they went into the game with. So, like, H.D. Wilson got enough talent to beat us. So did Roosevelt. So did uh, Wilson. Um, um, friendship. Mm -hmm. Friendship, our biggest ob obstacle against friendship would be the size of the interior defensive and offensive line. Right. That would be friendship defense is phenomenal. Um, we would try to confuse them with a lot of our empty packages and stuff like that, and hopefully we can get some explosive plays and stuff like that and get some things going. Um, I think friendship's offense, they got a lot of talent, but I, I, I think it's, you know, uh, you know, it's not really scary. Have you watched them play this year? I've seen, I seen them a couple times. Yeah, yeah. so it's like a methodical. Yeah, yeah it's not Dyson really electrifying. Yeah, he'll make some passes, mm -hmm. but it's not, like, clean. Right. Like, like, I just believe, like, our offense, like, when we functioning, it's a lot of explosive plays. Yeah. And you yeah. see they're supposed to be explosive because it was created by the design. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, like, friendship will get some explosive plays at times. But, you know, for the most part, you know, I think if we play our game and we play and we can move the ball and, and control our, our passes, we can be in the game with them. And we can, you know, like they would definitely be the favorite. But I feel like, like in, in our league, like that's the team that when, when I say our league, the DCI, the DCS, SA, yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's one of the teams that's the scariest team for me because of the size advantage, and they're gonna try to bully you in the mentality that they have, you know. Right. Um, HD Woodson again. It's gonna be a dog fight next week when we play them. I mean, they just. They don't like losing. They didn't feel like they <laughs> should have lost to us. I mean, I wasn't surprised that we beat them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if it went the other way, but I knew we had enough talent to, to beat do. them if we do what we do. Right. And um, so I wasn't surprised in that case. So I wasn't saying it arrogantly, but they can. They still they can come in here and beat us also if we don't play our game. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like, you know, with me, it's about us. It's not about them. So we. it's about how we come out and play in the attitude that we come out and play with. Right. Okay, so we all know about Dunbar explosive offense and the big plays you can do and make on offense and the weapons that y'all have. Let's talk about your defense. How good is your defense? Defense is, is lights out right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really, like, the biggest part of our offense. Like, I'm an offensive coach, and ever since even youth football, I do know that, that – that, um, Defense is the catalyst of winning championships. Right. I know that, and I believe that. I played offense in high school. I played offense in college. And um, I'm an offensive coach-minded coach right now, even as a head coach. But I do know that we have to play tough defense because defense put us in good situations as an offense also. And it, get, it, it allowed me to gamble and take chances and, 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 and shoot for explosive plays because I can't rely on our defense. Right. So, I mean, I love our defense. I believe our, de our defense is fast and physical. I believe that, you know, we got one of the most underrated defensive coordinators in the city, um, Greg Minot. Um, I, when I was at Wilson as a coordinator, he was at uh, Baloo his mm. first year as a D coordinator with that Baloo. 
And um, we beat them, played them twice in the regular season, and we put 55 up the first game and mm -hmm. 52 or 53 the second game. But they had a lot of talent over there. But he was young and he was cocky. I like the fact that he <laughs> cocky and he real confident. Right. So he was talking a lot of stuff to me during the off season, the mm -hmm. summer and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm dead. I ain't the old D coordinator and this, that, and other. So the fifty was really it was like a personal thing, yeah, but it was really like woke him up. Right. So like 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 talent alone don't win. It's schemes and getting your kids to buy into the schemes. Right. You know. So he he grew and he he gotten much better. And he came, when I first got the job, you know, I offered the job to a lump here. Mm -hmm. I would keep nameless. But um, Greg, wanted, he believed in me so much that he wanted to come and coach with me so much that he was going to come as a, de I mean, a, a defensive back coach. So he oh, was okay. going to take, you know. A lower-level job. Right. Position come, job. Yeah, so he could coach under me because he, he seen my preparation and all that, the way that I prepare, the way that I teach the kids and stuff like that, my philosophy. So anyway, the, um, the guy I, I I hired as the D coordinator, mm -hmm. you know, because I got the job in January, you know, he really wasn't coming up. And, you know, I'm gun-ho. We started the weight program. Mm -hmm. I was up here four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Greg and them, we was going out recruiting, and I was barely seeing my D coordinator. Right. He didn't even come up and address the kids. He wasn't coming up. Address the coaching staff that we had. So basically I made my mind up. We had a, a, a board session. He came up and did the board, and I really didn't like what he was going to do. Mm -hmm. So I made a switch. I made a switch maybe in, like, April. And, um, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was a, for me it was a good, good move good because, kid. you know, Greg was hungry, and Greg was out recruiting just like if he was the D coordinator. Or right. So it wasn't an ego thing with him where, where he was doing it because of a job. Mm -hmm. So, like, right now, like, he's like my right-hand man. I got another guy, um, Marlon Richardson. He was um, he went up to Wilson with me when I first went up there as the offensive coordinator. And then um, he was there, like, the first three years, and then he left the last two years and went. He was at Phelps and then Baloo as the offensive coordinator. Um, but, um, you know, we got a good team of coaches and, um, I just believe that, um, the defense is playing some, some lights out football right now. And I'm real proud of, you know, how they playing mm -hmm. and it represent that tenacity that I like, right. you know, it represent the style of Dunbar football that I want. I mm -hmm. told coach Greg, I said, man, be aggressive. Cause first he was, you know, afraid to gamble. And I'm like, man, like we want to be a we want to be an attacking team on both sides of the ball. So offensively, we want to attack. Right. Defensively, we want to attack. We want to pressure. I mm -hmm. believe that's what gives me problems is pressure. So, you know, we're gonna apply that same pressure to other coaches and see right. how they, you know, adjust and, and, and offenses and see how they adjust. Yeah. So uh, you know, and I and I got to, you said you came here, rebuilt, installed the culture. This year, you like the talent that you had. You like the guys that you recruited, and these your these are your guys now. Right. Did you see you got? Did you see you guys being this good? You never know how good you be. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew they were talented, but like Amante, Amante Dreer, he's a you know he's a he's a funny kid, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we got a real you know 
I mean, we got a good relationship. Right. It can be, you know, just like a tide. You know, it could be kind of rough right. at times mm -hmm. because he's an alpha. And, you know, I'm an alpha. I'm a head coach and I'm a father. And, you know, he's a young man. Right. So at times, you know, we 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 a clash because you know, he had a problem with it, you know, with a, accepting responsibility, and mm -hmm. that's a big thing with me. You know, like if you if you accept responsibility for something, that's you know we can move on. Right. But you can't keep pointing fingers around, especially at quarterback. Quarterback got to be a leader, and part of a leader is accepting responsibility for things. Mm -hmm. you, you feel me? Yeah. And um, you know. Monte was the thing that what that that really scared me about how good we was gonna be or how good we wasn't gonna be. Right. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So that's what it was. Like I didn't. I knew how good we could be. Like right now, how good we 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 are. It's not a surprise to me that we we are that good. But if you asked me before the season, I would have said I don't know. Mm. Because I didn't know what Monte was going to really show up. And he's been doing a great job. Yeah. You know, every now and then he he, he, he moonwalk into this old kid. Mm -hmm. you know, and, I, you know, I got to just, you know, shake him up a little bit and, and, and wake him back up and, right. and get him back to the, to the, to the quarterback that's, that's in the running for, 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 for MVP of the league. So, yeah. you know, like, like that's the kid that, that we need. That's the kid that's going to lead us to a, a turkey bowl right. and a state championship, you know, this kid that, that's been. But if he go back in, in a game and, and go back to the old Monte and I can't wake him back up, that, that's what scares me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what scares me right there. Okay. So young guys that you – now you got your older guys and – well, not even older because you say you don't got no – you really lack seniors. We got – we got – Eight seniors, that's including uh, our key that passed. Uh-huh, right. We got, you know, we got a few seniors that really don't play a lot. Right. So the only contributing seniors we have, we have the two running backs, they mm -hmm. play on the D-line also. Okay. Jesse played the uh, number four, number nine and number four. They they dogs on the defense, and okay. they also play running back also. So that's Dajan Jenkins, number four, Jesse Jesse Jackson, number nine. And we have um we have a senior forty four. Mm. He played on the D line. Mm -hmm. We have a senior fifty three. He plays some offensive line. He starts sometimes, he don't. Um, then we have number thirty three. He's like a backup linebacker, but he starts every now and then. Okay. Sal Page and um, those are only four that really play. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, what young guys have grown throughout the season? That 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 surprised me this year. Yeah. Who surprised? Number nineteen. Um, uh, uh, Anthelino. Um, what's his last name? We call him Taz. A lot of kids you <laughs> by nickname. Uh huh. I, I feel you. I think it's Green. Anthelino mm -hmm. Green. Um. You know, he really came up. Um, uh, Jamar, J Jamar uh, Armstrong, mm -hmm. number 14. Mm -hmm, yeah. He's I, having a big season. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had a couple of receivers that left before the season, mm -hmm. and, you know, that opened the door for these kids to come up and play, and they're doing a great job. Mm. Um, who else? Um, 
Um, number 11 is um, Josh Goodwine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's having a surprise season also. Scored touchdowns in the last four games. Mm-hmm. Um, um, defense, he caught a, de- caught a pick six this week and um, three offensive touchdowns mm-hmm. the previous weeks, um, including the HD game. Um, who else? Um, my freshman line, I mean, my sophomore linebackers, they, they having a great year as linebackers, six and three. Um, I'm just, you know, a lot of them really like, like, like I'm not really, really surprised. Mm-hmm. They doing things that I knew they was capable of doing. Right. But like Armstrong, like, I'm just, you know, like, you know, I'm just a funny guy. Like, like, like you got coaches be like, yeah, man, so-and-so gonna do this. And I'm one of those guys. I'm a show me type of guy. Right. Like, I know you got it in you, but you got to show me you got it. Right. You got to show me you can do it. And Armstrong, I knew he had it in him, but he's so small sometimes. I used to wonder whether he's going to run through the whether he gonna run through these arm tackles, whether he's going to play physical, because this is a physical game. And yeah. I don't care how you get around it. It's going to be it's gonna be physical, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, some kids shy away from that physicality. And when you start shying away from that physicality, it gives the other team, they like, they like shocks. They start saying you shy away from it. Mm-hmm. They come at you even harder. Right. So, you know, I tell our wide receivers, you know, because we spend a lot of time together, the quarterbacks, wide receivers, it's like you guys got to play with a defensive mentality, you know. Yeah. And you got to bring a defensive mentality to this game because, you know, that's the only way we're going to be successful. We run a lot of screens. Y'all got to block. Right. Y'all got to run through. So it's just the mentality. But, I'm, you know, I'm not really, really – Overly surprised, mm-hmm. but I'm happy that some of the young guys are having the success that they have. Right. Okay. So leaders, like your leaders, the guys that's been leading throughout the way, who's been keeping trying to keep pace with the young guys, co- guys that can, that the coaches can depend on when the coaches are not there or when it's time for those leaders to step up. Right. Um, we got, you know, for the most part, I've been surprised. Our quarterback Monte Dread, mm-hmm. he's been he's been being a good leader. He's been outspoken, calling players out when they're not doing doing their job, right? And um, when they're not doing the right thing, not just on the football field. Mm. And 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 you know, part of that comes with him doing the right. Like any of them that's, that's calling players out, they got to be doing the right thing too. You can't right. call players out. You doing stuff so. You know, I'm happy about that. I got uh, Marquise Raspberry, who's an awesome safety. We're number one. Okay. You know, he's also a three nine student, oh. and um, you know, great student, great football player. So he's a real good captain. You know, um, Jesse Jackson, you know, surprisingly, surprisingly, is is doing pretty good leading also. Mm. You know, um, he's one of them kids. He worked a job during the off season, so. You know, I used to give him a lot of attitude because I'm like, man, you ain't working out. And, you know, but at the end of the day, some of these kids, I don't know their situation. They might have to work to contribute or get the things that they need. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but me as a football coach, you know, I felt like it's his senior year and he's missing out on getting bigger and stuff like that. But right. he's having a great season, you know. And, um, he's, you know, he's, he's doing a great job of holding these kids accountable too. I mean, holding his brothers accountable. Right. Yeah. So, um, it seems like you of course, you love you guys. You, you these are your guys that you've recruited and brought in here to play for your program. 
So how like how do you besides football, how do you like put your arms around the kids when they might be having a rough day or a bad day at school? How do you do that? I got personal relationships like 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 personal relationships with all the kids. And I encourage our coaches, relationships is everything. Mm-hmm. These kids gotta gotta be willing to go lay and lay lay out in the street for you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and go to war with, with you. You know, for for us to be successful as, you know, as a program, they gotta love you. So like I call these kids up personally. You know, I encourage my coaches to do that. You know, not just when they doing something bad, but I call them up when they doing good things. Right. Like I'm watching film, and I call. I say, man, I was watching the film. You did this, this, and the other. I said, I know I always get on you when when you ain't doing the right things. So I just called to tell you, man, like like keep up the good work because you you know you doing. So these these are very important to build. So when I'm mad and I, I'm yelling at a kid, they won't take it as personal because this 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 coach Bink who love me. Right. It's almost like a parent that get on you. You know what I'm saying? You don't mm-hmm. like it. Don't nobody like it. But at the end of the day, you know that parent genuinely love you, and they only getting on you because you know like they care. And even if you think that it ain't buried it, you ain't really, like, as mad as somebody who, man, this joker always picking with me, always, you know. And that's 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 how that's how I build these relationships with these young men. Like, like I got I, I got all of them on my phone, and I can just dial their number and call mm-hmm. them. Right. It's about different things. Sometimes it's about things that's going on in school. I might come in, and they tell me a kid was out of line. I call them personally, or when I come up to the school, I bring them and have one-on-one conversations in my office with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because that's I feel like that's important for for me to build those relationships. I never forget when I first my first year coaching, one of the best seminars or, 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 or um, clinics that I went to. I, I went in the clinic and I never forgot the top. I mean, I forget the topic of it because this was back in, in I think in '04. That's when I started coaching mm-hmm. big house, and um. It was a guy just talking about, you know, dealing with youth and dealing with kids. Yeah. So he he said, you always got to fill that emotional tank back up when you drain it. So he said, he used the analogy of a car. He said, now if a car, when you when you, you fill it up with gas, it's at full, and when you drive it and that car go down to eat, he said, if you keep driving it, the car going to stop and it's going to be, be done. Right. But... You go to the gas station and you fill that tank back up when it's when it's drained, and that's what he was saying. Like when you going through a practice and you beating the kid up and you beating the kid up and you because he might be messing up doing the wrong things and you yelling and you getting on, do not let that kid leave you and go home without you filling that emotional tank. Because every time you yell at him, his emotional tank is going down. Right. So give him something positive before he leave. Bring him up after practice and tell him like, look. Like, I ain't, you know, like, I know I got on you today, but you were doing this, this, and that. But give him something positive, but you did do this. Or you did start trying a little more. Give him something positive to right. add something back to that tank before he leave and leave in the funk. Because he might be going home to something that you don't even know that he been dealing with at home that whole time. So he ain't now he ain't got nothing in the tank, and he going back to another negative situation. So we don't know. And um, that's one of the things that... um that I always took with me, man. Like when I beat when I beat a kid up or chew a kid up, and I'm mad at a kid, I'm gonna have a conversation with him. Like when the team leaving, uh, hold up, uh, Jesse. 
need to talk to you, man. So we're going to talk. I'm mm -hmm. going to get on him about what he got on, but I'm also going to try to give him something positive. Man, you're a good kid, man. Like, I'm surprised that you're doing this because, you know, you generally is a, is a kid that I'm I'm always happy to, you know, be around. I, I look at you as one of the So you got to give him something that that, 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 that that he can leave out of there saying, Coach Bink only trying to help me. Right. He messed with me. And I, all the kids know I love them. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. tell them I love them. So, but I, don't, I ain't going for nothing. You know, I ain't going for nothing. You're going to be accountable as being a, a young man because I'm gonna be I'm held accountable every day. We all going to be held accountable. When you go out in the real world, you're going to be held accountable. Right. So, like, I'll be doing you as a, dis a disservice if I was to, to, to let you get away with certain things. I'm not helping you. I'm hurting you for real. Right. So, you know, because I love you and because I love this program, I'm going to hold each and every one of you guys to a standard. So, you know... That's how I build all this stuff up mm -hmm. and keep them in line is with personal relationships with each one. We got our team relationship, but I also like to talk one-on-one -on -one with kids. Like, I don't try to embarrass kids all the time. Like, right. oh, we coach, we get mad. But I don't have a problem with call, coming to you and, 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 and talking to you one-on-one -on -one and chewing you out one-on-one -on -one because, you know, I don't want nobody that every time you turn around – you know, even at the, at the workplace, I feel like like they they always when we're in a you know a, a group setting, they mm -hmm. always got something negative that I'm doing. Right. When you gonna pull me up and tell me one on one that I'm doing this, then maybe I can get it together. And I just feel like that's more effective than always you know getting on them in a group setting. So they, I think for the most part, they respect that. They know I respect them, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna demand a certain level of respect. You know from them also, you know. So it's been working, man, and it's been working even at youth football. You know, when I used to coach, you know, the, the younger kids, it always worked. You know, it's just about communication, I believe. Rightfully so. Yeah. So um, one last question. I wanted to ask you about the um, just the competition growing in DCIAA. How you feel about that? I believe the competition is growing. I believe the kids, they need to um, – like, a lot of kids are taking it more serious. You know, they putting off-season workouts in. Yeah. But I think, think we still got a long way to go for the kids to really understand the work, the work ethic it takes and the commitment level when you say you want to play at the next level. Mm -hmm. Now, if you, you know, like I tell our coaches, every kid, it's okay if they just saying, like, I, I, you know, I love playing football, but I really don't want to be a college football player or high school football. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But we're going to maximize it while you're here, have fun, and, and try to win. But but um, you can't push nobody to do something that they really don't want to do, and I don't believe in that. So, you know, I believe the competition level is getting better. I believe we still got a long way to go. I believe a lot of kids need to really get an honest opinion about, you know, where they are, yeah. or really, like, like when they say they want something out of their mouth, is your work equaling where you say you want to go? Right. So you say you want to go, you want to go Division One, but you got Division Two work ethic, or you got a work ethic that ain't even gonna get you in Division Two. Right. So like, like, like it don't match up. So if you say you want to go to Division One, you should, you gotta have a Division One work ethic. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. 
you know, and in school and and there because it go hand in hand. Right. So like like those are the things that I try to get our kids and I talk to our kids about because all of them say they want this and want that. But what are you doing to, to do it? Yeah. To get it. Yeah, to get it. Like like you say, you want to be a millionaire. What are you doing to take those steps to be a millionaire? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's a, a big thing with me is, you know, just trying to make sure that my kids are, you know, when they say they want something, I can I can try to provide the the, the, the pathway, you know, but you got to walk that path. It's just like the old saying, I can lead you to water, but I can't make you drink. Right. So, you know, if I could just help with the pathway, you know, you you got to walk it and you got to, you know, run it or whatever you got to do. But we're going to try to get you on track and on that path to go do what you got to do mm-hmm. if you're serious about it. Um, so any last thoughts or anything you want to say um, before we wrap this up? I mean, I mean, I appreciate your time. I appreciate oh, yeah, you even taking the time to want to even come up here and talk to me, man. Oh, like, yeah. That's, um, that's, that's real cool. Um, you know, I just you know, want to say, you know, Dunbar football, man, we, we've been working to mm-hmm. get it back to the standard that Coach Jeffries, a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. established here. And um, we still ways off, but, you know, I believe we on track to get it there. Of course, certainly. Yeah. Um, so there you go. You heard it from the source, uh, Dunbar coach, Coach Bink. Good talking with you. Uh, got to know a lot about Dunbar that I didn't know about the football team. I've seen y'all play a couple times. Um, it was exciting to watch every every game that I went to, y'all won. Right. So it was just a good showing out, and I was like, I need to get an interview with him because they they're winning, and I need to get one before the, right. <laughs> you know the right. Well, I hope I hope it turned out. You can say I got an early one, uh huh, and, and, and um, an early early interview. Yeah, and, and and you know we we turn out and win that state championship like our goal. You know that that's the goal, right? And you know like like I say. You know, we're going we gonna to take it one game at a time, and, and we're going to line up. We're going to prepare, you know, um, as far as with the game plan and stuff and try to put the kids in the best position to be successful. All right. Yeah. There you go.